Hello, I'd like to welcome you to our new series on being counseled by God. This is going to be lesson number one uh, for this course. And so we're going to open up with a word of prayer. I'm going to define the course for you, uh, give you the kind of, this this session is just kind of going to be your uh, background information, getting to know what you need to know uh, before we get started, things that you need to have in place, and uh, and, and we'll touch briefly on some of the content that's necessary to the course, but not a ton of it. Um, and, and you'll see as we go along how how I'm going to get you set up for success in this. So let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer and then talk about what it means to be counseled by God. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each person who's joining together to uh, hear this part of of counseled by God. I praise you, Lord God, that they've uh, got the willingness in their spirit and and the hunger, Lord God, to come closer to you. And I pray, Lord God, that throughout these uh, coming weeks that you would just join your spirit to theirs, Lord God, so closely and so nearly that they would feel your presence all about them. Father, I pray that you would uh, bring these people deeper as they learn and study uh, what it it means, Lord. God, to come into your presence and to be counseled. So, Father, right now, I just pray your blessing to be poured out upon them. I pray their reception and their heart to be tuned up, Lord God, to hear the words that you need to say into them. And, Father, I just pray, pray, pray that you alone would be glorified in all things that are accomplished through the teaching of this class. And it is in the name of Jesus we all said amen and amen. So we're taking a class now on being counseled by God, but first we need to kind of know what does that mean. Um, I I think we have a basic understanding of what it means to be counseled, um, and and there are different situations which arise in life that, you know, we might wind up going to um, a a licensed counselor, and, and this is not to replace that by any means, but Life in general requires counseling. Uh, there are situations that that we that we go through as humans that uh, that they require us to talk through things, but maybe not necessarily with a licensed counselor. We need we need to have a counselor as part of our everyday life, and as believers in God and God alone, we have that counselor. So if I was going to define what it means to be counseled by God, I would say it's speaking with God just as you would speak with a counselor using two-way conversation and, uh, you know, allowing God to guide you through hurts and through trials. Um, As Christians, we aren't guaranteed the perfect life. We're not told that things are going to get easier. And truthfully, matter of fact, uh, when when we become Christians and we start living for Christ, we really almost face more trials because the enemy rises up and, and tries to attack us because we're not living the way that the enemy wants us to live. We're living the way the enemy does not want us to live, and we're doing what God wants us to do. And so there are trials. Uh, but that, that would be my definition is speaking with God. And so you say, Eric, how's this different than praying? Well, 
oftentimes believers pray in a in a one-way street kind of fashion. We come to God, we close our eyes, fold our hands, bow our heads, and we say, Dear God, uh, thank you, praise you, I need this. Can you please provide in this area? Thanks, love you, amen. But I want to encourage you that that's not uh, that that's that's one model of prayer, but a, a dialogue prayer is is going to bring you deeper with God. Uh, so when I say speaking with God, I mean actually you're you're gonna have a conversation with God, and and you're gonna do some talking, and then you're gonna do some listening. So there's uh, four necessary components to getting the most out of uh, this course, out of this series. And those four things are the ability to hear God's voice. And that's going to be lesson two. I am going to make sure that everyone has an understanding of how to hear God's voice uh, correctly and uh, is, is able to dialogue with God the way that, just the way that you would dialogue with uh, somebody else, if, if you would call a friend on the phone, you can have those kind of conversations with God. Uh, so that's that's one of the necessary components is the ability to hear God's voice. Like I said, that's covered in the next lesson. Um, another necessary component is a spiritual advisor. And what I mean by a spiritual advisor is somebody who is well-rooted in the faith. Now this can be a spouse, it can be a good friend, um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is ahead of you in their walk with Christ. It can be someone alongside you. Or if you've been walking with Christ for, you know, uh, 50 plus years, it, it can be somebody who's walked with Christ for 18, 20, however many. Uh, but, but as long as the person is strong in faith and that person also has uh, the understanding of hearing God's voice. Just just have someone who, uh, and, and we'll talk more about this in just a second, but just have someone who can cross-check you when you hear the, the words that God is speaking into your spirit. The, the spiritual advisor is going to play a role here in cross-checking just to make sure that your hearing is on and, and not off-kilter. Okay, next component, and I think you already have this, is a Bible, um, because we are going to test everything that we hear from God against Scripture. You have to make sure that anything that you hear from God in your spirit is lining up with Scripture, because if it is contradictory to Scripture, then it is not of God. And finally, uh, and most of you got the message before we started this course, that you are going to need a journal. The reason that you're going to need a journal is because that's how we're going to communicate with God. Um, when God speaks into our spirits, um, the, the thoughts are not our own, and thus they don't stay like our thoughts do. Uh, the thoughts are very quick, they're very intuitive, and so as they come to you, you write them down, and when you discern that you are finished writing, you discern that God has finished speaking, then you can go back and, and do the testing and call 
your spiritual advisor or meet up with your spiritual advisor and say, this is what I heard from the Lord. How does that sit with you? Uh, so that's why you're going to need a journal. And I will tell you, uh, it you can use just a regular uh, college-ruled notebook if you want to buy a special prayer journal. That is totally fine. I have several journals myself, uh, some that are a little bit thicker than others. But what I do is... Um, and and I'll, I'll share a little bit of testimony with you. When I started journaling, I would write this big, long, elaborate prayer and, and, and my portion of the conversation, if you will. I would write it out real big, real detailed, real long, and I would wait on God to respond, and God's part seemed so small in comparison to what I said. And, and I, so I've made a practice of journaling, uh, in, in two way conversation with God now for it's 2020, um, for, for seven years, I started this in 2013. And when I go back through my journals, I can see the way I've become more sensitive to the voice of God. And, and I can see that now, now seven years later, um, sometimes I'll just, I'll just ask God one question and he can give me uh, paragraphs of an answer. And, uh, in, in fact, recently I asked the Lord one simple question and through journaling and, and he gave me a four page written answer. And so we went from me giving God three pages and God giving me uh, in my spirit about a paragraph to now me giving God as simple as a sentence to him giving me several pages. Uh, So a journal is going to be quite necessary if you want to get the most out of this course. Now, if you are, uh, you know, just going to listen in and and you don't want to take the steps to go super deep, you just want to hear what it's all about that's entirely between you and God I cannot force your hand but I would I would ask you if you're on the fence about it to pray a little bit about it and uh, be discerning of how God is leading leading you in that direction uh, so just quickly I'm, I'm just going to quickly touch on hearing God's voice and just just to give you a little bit of background on it uh, because like I said, next week's lesson is we're going to get real deep into that. Uh, so if you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of Habakkuk. And in the book of Habakkuk, we, we, we don't often hear anything from this book preached or taught uh, because it's, it, it's just, it's a book of its own nature, is, I guess is what I would say. Um, it's, it's very unique and it's difficult to preach or teach from actually. Um, and, and if you've ever read it, maybe you'll understand that. But it, like I said, it's not a book that you often hear, uh, from a teacher's mouth or from the pulpit, but we're going to go down to Habakkuk chapter two, and I'm going to read you verses one and two. And this is what it says. Uh, Beginning in verse 1, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what I am to answer uh, and what answer I am to give to this complaint. 
Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. All right. Um, so this basically is 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 telling you how to prepare yourself to hear God's voice. Stand your watch. If you're going to stand your watch, you're going to quiet down, be still, and be ready. Station yourself. That's your stillness. You're going to look to see what he will say to you. You're going to use uh, the eyes and the ears of your heart. You're going to listen for a still, small voice, and you're going to look for vision. Uh, In order to look for vision and hear God's voice, you have to be in tune with a little bit of spontaneity. Uh, If you understand being left-brained and right-brained, which we'll get into more uh, next week, then uh, you'll you'll know that being left brain, you're going to be logical and analytical. If you're right brained, you're intuitive, and, and you know this will come a little bit more naturally to those of you who are on the right brain side of things, uh, because you're gonna you're gonna be already set up for that intuition. So you're you're gonna quiet yourself down. You're gonna get real still. Turn on, turn on your inner vision, and that's not going to come really easily the first couple times. Uh, you're going to be ready to be spontaneous, and, and then you're going to have your journal in front of you, and as you get a spontaneous thought, you put pen to paper, and you run with that thought. You, can, you let the flow go, and you'll realize that as you're writing, you won't be thinking about what you're writing. It will just be coming off of the pen. And when you discern in your spirit that it's finished, then you go back and you reread and call that spiritual advisor and say, what do you think about this? So that's, um, that's, that's our, how we're going to hear God's voice right there in the book of Habakkuk. And, um, you know, you, you can read that and, and continue to study it. Uh, but write down the revelation, make it plain on tablets, uh, so that he who reads it can run with it. And, and you know, sometimes you might get a word for another person through journaling. It, it happens frequently, um, especially once you're in the practice of it and you're hearing God's voice clearly and frequently and often. Uh, but a lot of times you're going to get just something for you, and you're going to be the one that's going to run with it. All right? Um, so we have this, we're, like I said, we're going to get into that a little bit more next week. Um, but, but in terms of being counseled by God, I, I want you to know that it's not actually that strange of a concept. Because God promises to be exactly who we need him to be. There are a lot of names of God. And, and uh, when I was working on my bachelor's degree in ministry, I actually had an assignment where I had to go through 152 names of God through scripture. I had to look up the scripture and ask God through journaling what he would reveal to me about each of these names. Very time-consuming assignment. Uh, But one of his names is Wonderful Counselor, and that can be found in the book of Isaiah, pardon me, Um, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and, oops, I'm going to read it to you here in just a second, let me, here we go, 
chapter 9, verse 6. And so this is where the prophecy of the Christ is given in the book of Isaiah, and it says this, For us, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor. Did you hear that? And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And, and so when you have troubles, when you have turmoil, despair, confusion, whatever it is in your life, you can come to the Wonderful Counselor and say, God, I don't understand. I need help. Show me, lead me, guide me. Uh, and, and just as a counselor would sit back and listen and uh, not listen to answer, but listen to understand, you'll find that God is a wonderful counselor and he will listen to understand and he will give you the absolute hands down best advice because he's, he's um, an all wise and all knowing God. And, and so it's with, I mean, it goes without saying God's advice. If you're uh, tuned in correctly and you hear God's voice and only God's voice and you're not getting pulled aside uh, by your own thoughts or by the devil's thoughts, you're going to get sound advice. You're going to get divine leading and, and you'll be in good shape, but he is our wonderful counselor. Um, the last thing that I need you to know as we go into this is, is we're going to talk often about the heart and you're going to hear me say a lot, you know, um, listen in your heart or see with your heart or, um, discern in your heart. What do I mean by your heart? I don't obviously mean the heart that is in your chest that is pumping the blood through your body. Um, I, what I'm talking about whenever I'm uh, talking about the heart is I'm talking about your spiritual heart. And so we're going to define the heart as underlying character, attitudes, and motives. All right. The heart is, is essentially who you are. Um, you know, who are you when nobody's looking? That's going to be the, the um, manifestation of, of the heart that is in you. And, um, you know, what, what kind of attitudes do you have toward people? Are you, are you bitter toward people? Are you mean? Are you hateful? Or are you upbeat, positive, you're energetic, uh, full of the love of God, you show joy, and, and you reach out, you see somebody down, and, and you give them your hand and say, come on, um, I, I think I know what to do here. Let, let me pray with you. And, and what are your motives? Are you going to uh, see somebody that's down and pray with them so that you get credit for praying with someone? Or are you going to pray with them because you know that God will provide your motives? All right, that's... That's the heart. Now, we have a beautiful piece of scripture. And in, it comes to you from the book of Matthew. 
Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. If you want to turn to it and read it, uh, you're welcome to, but you, you're probably going to recognize it without turning to it. Matthew 5, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And and as we as we go through the weeks, we're going to see God more and more. Uh, it, this is going to be a challenging course to take, uh, and, I, and I don't mean that in a negative sense at all. I'm, uh, when I say it's going to be challenging, I mean it's going to be challenging in that it's going to stimulate spiritual growth in you. And if you are ready for that, you are in the right place. You are listening to, um, to, the, to the right series. Uh, so, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And so we've talked about the heart, but now I want to tell you about what is a pure heart. What does it mean to be pure in heart? Because if we're pure in heart, we're promised to see God, right? Well, if, if a heart in general is the underlying character, attitudes, and motives, then a pure heart is a heart which reflects God's character attitude and motives okay a pure heart then is a heart which is full of faith hope and love uh, and if you want a scripture reference on those three words it's first corinthians 13 13 but but that's a pure heart a pure heart uh, is is full of faith hope and love so you could say that I mean, break it down. Faith is the character of the heart. Hope is the attitude of the heart. And the motive is love. If, if, you, can, um, if you can get your heart right with God and in good standing with God and good standing with man, you're going to find that your heart's going to be full of these three things. And, and that's what we're going to define as a pure heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Uh, we're going we're gonna to close this lesson right here. I know it's a little bit short, um, but I want you to begin preparing yourself. Uh, you uh, can go out and get a journal. You can buy them online. You can buy them at the store, whatever you need to do. But I do hope that you will get... Um, journal ready and we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of journaling in our next lesson i'm not gonna leave you to the wolves i'm not gonna leave you to do it alone i'm gonna guide you through it um but i and if you're taking notes uh maybe highlight and underline um journal as far as necessary components to this course highlight and underline you need a journal and a spiritual advisor and begin seeking God about who to use as your spiritual advisor. Um, I am a um, personal spiritual trainer through university, and so if you need a um, spiritual advisor to run your journaling through, let me know. I will be happy to help you. Um, but, but if you have someone in your life that you already use as a spiritual advisor who can go through your journaling with you, and, and say, yeah, you know, that, that really does resonate with my spirit, or no, 
that that doesn't seem to line up um, that's great utilize them but uh, if you have any questions before we move forward into lesson two um, please let me know you guys know that I don't record the questions um, but once I get the questions I will address the answers to the questions uh, always in the next lesson so let's go ahead and close out with prayer and then be ready to come back next week uh, journal and bible in hand to talk more about hearing god's voice heavenly father i just thank you for this time and i give you praise lord for each person again who's coming into this uh, series to to come deeper and, and walk closer with you and so father right now in the name of jesus i just pray that your blessing would outpour upon them father for those who are seeking a spiritual advisor, I pray, Lord, that you would make it clear unto them who they should uh, use, who they should talk with. And I pray, Father, that uh, you would convict each one of us with your holy and righteous conviction uh, to, to come closer and, and deeper and, and truly have our hearts transformed, Lord God, into a pure heart. And Father, we will stand on your promise that when we do have a pure heart, we shall see you. And, and so, Lord, I just pray for each one as we embark on this uh, new series together. I pray, Lord God, that you would work in the hearts of these people, that you would work, Father, to, to make a difference in their lives. And I praise you, Father, for each one in the name of Jesus. And all God's children said, amen and amen. And that's going to be it for this lesson. Um, we'll, we'll be back here in a week to talk a little bit more about uh, hearing God's voice and just to stress it one more time when you come back next week please bring a bible with you and bring a journal uh, make sure that you uh, have have a we'll, we'll try to get you some quiet time you know, I, I don't foresee it taking terribly long to get you comfortable but the first couple times that we journal I'm going to uh, kind of walk you through it so you all have a wonderful week. Take care and God bless. We'll see you in a few days. Bye-bye.